Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Libertadians podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Peter Pasela. Today is Friday, April 1st, 2022. Uh, hope you guys had a hope you guys had a good week. Um, lots uh, happening this week in Canada. Uh, this is going to be a weekly news episode. Um, so I'm going to be going through some, uh, Canadian news coverage, uh, some interesting stuff that's been going on and, uh, yeah, so we're going to get to that. Um, and I want to actually just start with, uh, I'm going to start with, uh, actually a little bit of, uh, American news, uh, some stuff that's been going on over there and, uh, also going to touch up a little bit on the, uh, Russia-Ukraine conflict, and then we're going to get to uh, some some Canadian articles and stuff like that. So we got lots to talk about, uh, lots going on. Uh, should be a good show. It's uh, Friday. You know, it's, uh hope you guys had a great week and everything. Um, and uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's get into it. I'm not going to waste too much time here. Uh, one, one thing, actually, I'll just say uh, before we get started... Um, like I like I said before, if you guys want to just uh, subscribe to the show, um, so then that way you get you get a notification when the new episode comes out. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, just because like you know I haven't been consistent on timing and stuff like that. Um, so until that happens, that's your best option. Uh, just you know just so you get get it right away. You know, uh, but even the older episodes and stuff like that, you, you can listen to them now and they're still pretty relevant. Um, you know. That's the beauty about being a libertarian, I guess, right? Is, uh, you know, we, we always know what seems to be going on, what's going to happen. And um, so, so yeah, if you want to do that. And uh, also, um, I would uh, follow on Gab, just at Libertadian. Um, been using Gab a little bit more lately. I've been having some fun on there. It's, uh, it's pretty good. I, I like the platform. And the only problem, the only thing that kind of sucks is like, uh, you know, there's no app for it. I guess it was, you know, I think there was an app got removed by, you know, Apple store and Google store and whatever the hell, you know, all that stuff. So that's, you know, so you have to just use the browser, um, which is uh, like, really, it's not a big deal like at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's really not a big deal. Uh, you know, cause I, I still, I still have, uh, the only social media that I was using, um, for the long, like, in the past couple years was was reddit until i've like i said before i got all my accounts got suspended and banned and whatever so i'm not on there anymore it's i i don't even some odd time so like the odd time i'll just go look through it quickly just to like kind of browse through it because sometimes you see stuff that's like posted that you wouldn't see normally in other places and stuff like that so um but man, like I, I would say in the past two months, I've spent probably five minutes on there and it's just like, it's absolutely brutal. It's, I, it, I can't even recognize it from like when I stopped using it or when I got removed from it, which was probably about, I don't know, four months ago. I can't even recognize some of these subreddits and stuff like that. It's just absolutely like no idea what the hell these people are like, it's, are talking about. Like, it's just like the simplest things. Like, you know, you even go to like the the Joe Rogan subreddit or something like that. And it's just like these people like don't even seem like they're Joe Rogan fans that are just like, I don't know what's going on with it. I don't know if it's just like, because uh, the like people on the left just have nothing better to do all, all day, but to just, you know, 
talk shit on all these uh, platforms and stuff like that on all these subreddits and like the liber the libertarian subreddit has just been a disaster for you know probably a couple years now i'd say probably about a year and a half it's been just total left-wing propaganda um but you know that's what the left does right they they literally they infiltrate every single thing they call it their own and then you know like liberal used to be liberty right (laughs) but uh stuff like that so it's just oh my god thank god like i'm not on there anymore because literally would have just wasted so much time just I don't know, arguing with either, like, I don't know if these are actually real people, if they're, like, just bots or something, like, AI kind of stuff or whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't really care. But, uh, honestly, it's just, like, another, just another thing in my life that, like, you know, I'm happy I'm not (laughs) a part of anymore. Like, and I mean all social media. Like, uh, you know, I just, I have zero interest in it. Every time I look at it, it's, it's, obviously like uh, you know it looks worse than what it was when i left so like social media like five years ago six years ago and it's just like yeah i don't know who has time for that really right i mean there's so much stuff going on in the world and it's just like yeah i'm gonna watch you know these stupid videos of whatever the hell is going on with these psychotic people but uh so anyways yeah so like i was saying uh gab is gab is great i've been having fun on there because you go on there and it's just like you know just like uh people that i kind of agree with and for the most part and you know you you find some stuff on there that like you wouldn't really find in other places some interesting stuff some interesting information that's not being talked about in like the mainstream kind of news or social media platforms you see some stuff kind of come out of there and it's it's cool it's you know like i I, i've talked about before about how like you know we have to kind of uh, move away. Some we, we, there's some we have to have some kind of strategy of like kind of you know breaking away from from some of these like societies that are just like um, completely controlled by by left by leftists, globalists, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, like I've talked about the idea of like you know uh, winning local governments over and like you know kind of building building uh like smaller communities off of like what our values are and what what matters to us and stuff like that so um you know so like realistically like you, you should at, at the ver- the very first thing like at the at the very least you should be able to break away from these like mainstream like hardcore silicon valley leftists like companies like on like can you at least do that you have to be able to at least do that like just through your online life right like online is kind of like a separate life from reality but like if you can't even you know if you can't even like leave twitter or facebook or instagram or anything like that it's like we really think uh, you're gonna actually you're, you're you're gonna you know move somewhere else and like start a new kind of life with 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 people that you know that you prefer to be around and stuff like that. It just doesn't seem likely. Right. So, I mean, at the very least you can, you know, maybe step away from, from some of this stuff or whatever. I'm not, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying, you know, maybe at the very least, you know, look into getting something like Gab. So then you at least, you know, you could decide for yourself what you want to do or whatever. It doesn't really matter. Just something that I'm kind of saying. So, you know, that's all I'm saying. It's just if you wanna if you wanna join join on Gab or whatever, and uh, you know, it's like I said, it, it's it's pretty cool uh, little platform there, and uh, it's coming along. It's it's I I fully trust uh, Gab at least for now. 
the other ones I don't know if I really trust um, as far as like where they're going to end up being and, you know, maybe five, six, seven years with like censoring and shit like that. But, uh, you know, we'll t take who we can get right now. And uh, yeah, so anyways, don't really want to talk much more about that, but follow on Gav and uh, if you want and uh, uh, yeah, subscribe if you want to get more updates or whatever updates when the when the podcast comes out. So anyways, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, Twitter and stuff like that, I uh, lately, for some reason, I do have Twitter, like I said, like you guys, you know, you can look at the, the Libertadian uh, page on Twitter and you'll know that like it's hardly active at all. I don't use it. I only used to use it. I've said this many times just to write tweets, to post uh, to Reddit, basically to our subreddit. Anyways, that's old news. So I don't really tweet much an anymore. I never really did anyways, but... Uh, I don't use it at all. I, I I can't even look at it. It just it, it bothers me. Cause I always I always end up looking at the comments, right? And then it's just like, oh god, I don't even want to get started. So I've been, you know, whatever, right? So, but for some reason, I've been getting these uh, notifications like all the time. I just got another notification now from Twitter, and it's like I don't know why they keep sending me notifications. I don't use their platform, right? Like hardly ever. So, uh, anyways, long story short, last week um, I saw uh, that Twitter. I got a Twitter notification that was saying, uh, you know, uh, Florida passes the "Don't Say Gay" uh, bill or whatever, right? And uh, you know, it said uh, that the bill was uh, whatever from uh, kindergartens from kindergarten to grade three. They don't want teachers talking about, uh, you know. They don't want any kind of sexual orientation like curriculum going on but for kindergartners and up to children and, and up to grade three, I think, or whatever. Maybe it was grade five. I'm not sure. Um, I think it's grade three. But anyways, it should even, doesn't matter. Grade three, grade five, even up to probably like grade eight, like just, you know, uh, <sighs> that's, uh, you know, you know, you guys know how much I hate the school system, the public schooling system anyways. Just another added to the list, obviously. That's I believe that's something that, um, you know, that should be left up to the parents, right? I mean, realistically, um, if even even if the parents say you you know you have a kid who's like you know grade six or something like that, even like I'll I'll even say at the very least, right? If the parent wants the the teacher to have a conversation with the kid about it privately or something like that which i mean i don't know like it's just a weird thing you should just be able to have that with your kid i like okay then then you could maybe ask the teacher to like to like do that you know like maybe I, whatever like it's just there's so many obvious like reasons why this that whole idea is just bizarre this whole thing but um anyways don't want to get too uh off track but uh so anyways, I remember seeing the notification. I'm like, I, for some reason, I just had a feeling I was going to end up talking about it on the, on the next podcast. Um, so here we are. And, uh, yeah, right. It ended up being, I, cause I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, it says kindergarten to grade three. Right. So I'm like, okay, what kind of psychopaths are going to try and like, you know, reverse this or say it's wrong and blah 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 I'm like they i'm assuming like there's always going to be some people but i was like this time at like this time it has to be like a like a smaller group of people like it can't be like you know how are these mainstream media people literally going to be talking about how 
children like the school curriculum should include like that should include like sexuality from from kindergartners to like grade three it's just like how can you possibly even like it's better like if if you think if you're like a leftist or something you would just kind of like you know like put that one to the side like not even really discuss it or talk about it kind of thing it's that's probably what their best strategy should have been but uh yeah no here we are it's uh you know it's been blown out of proportion again of course they're talking about it and uh yeah, it's just it's it's crazy. It's it's starting to get me to think like that, you know, we should just start passing like bills with like stuff like this of like just like outrageous ideas just to see just to watch them like, you know, kind of, because they kind of hurt themselves. Like now they now they're defending the idea of, a, uh, you know, a teacher being able to uh, teach children kindergartners like that these are these are like kindergarten kids like they could barely even talk like to you know to like grade three which is the same thing like they could barely even like throw a sentence like a proper sentence together about sexual orientation it's just so it's almost like you know when you when stuff like this comes out it's almost like that maybe they're they're causing themselves more damage by trying to defend this stuff so i don't know we should in a trolling kind of way, maybe try to, you know, fast forward. It's just something ridiculous, like some some kind of ridiculous, like, kind of thing. And just watch them try and struggle to see, you know. But anyways, um, so, yeah, I wanted to talk about this uh, a little bit here for a second um, because uh, I've noticed a couple things. Um, so, actually, I, I just uh, recently just found out, actually, um, which is, you know, I thought, I thought this was kind of interesting because, uh, I thought it was kind of interesting because, um, I, right away I was thinking too, I'm like, don't say gay bill. I'm like, that seems, uh, I'm like, why? Like, you know, that doesn't really make much sense. Right. Like, what does that like mean? Like, you know, and like, why would, I, I can't even see like Ron DeSantis, like really saying like calling it that like it doesn't make any sense it's very vague it just seems like it's very like you know homophobic or something like that it doesn't really make any sense so i'm thinking to myself i'm like well it's an interesting uh you know interesting thing to call it or whatever but uh you know it's uh you know, I'm like, whatever, like, I, I know what the bill's about or whatever, and, like, you know, you could just see, obviously, how, like, the left is going to, like, you know, spin something like that, um, and, you know, making it seem like, oh, this is, like, some big thing that, like, oh, it's, like, some, you know, ho uh, homophobic, like, uh, bill or something like that, so I was, like, kind of, like, why, I don't know why they would call it that, but whatever, it's not a big deal, and then I find out that that's actually not what the bill is called at all, um, so, and I, why am I not surprised about this, too, like, so, you know, it's, you know, you, you see all these, like, I've been seeing so many of these articles lately, like when uh, they're talking about, for example, like uh, the Freedom Rally, and then they'll, they'll, they'll write like the article, they always have to put the so-called Freedom Rally, I, I'm sure you guys have noticed this, they talk, they say that when they talk about it too, the so-called Freedom Rally, the so-called Patriots, the so-called this, the so-called that, right? <laughs> this bill is literally not called don't say gay so it's i don't know like 
to even say the so-called don't say gay bill is like not even doing it justice. It's literally not called the don't say gay bill. Like, do you know what I'm saying? So how am I not surprised about this? It's just like, you know, but anyways, I have the bill here and uh, the bill is actually called uh, parental rights and education. <laughs> like what? Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's amazing to me um how 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 like easy they can just like manipulate like like so many people like don't the don't say they just called like they just called it whatever they want you know and it's just like yeah and, and then like you know when when like canada like you know when we have these like uh these bills oh it's called like b uh c36 or whatever and it's like nobody even knows what the hell that means so like you know if we called it like the anti-free speech uh, bill, you know what I mean? There's probably not even enough, like there's not even enough uh, media coverage to, that would, that would call it that in order for it to get any traction anyways. If the, if it, if it was like blasted on every title of the news, like the anti-free speech bill, this thing would get a lot of attention, but they put B, bill uh, C36 or whatever. And it's just like, nobody cares. It's boring, whatever. Right. Um, so that, that's, that's the power of, of, of the media right there. It's just like, I'm sure nobody knew that this bill was actually called the parent, uh, parental rights and education bill. Uh, the bill is actually called HB 1557 parental rights and education. So, uh, there you go. Right. Like, uh, that's, uh, kind of interesting there. Um, just thought, you know, some good piece of information that you should know, um, and then also, so I was, uh, and then I'm hearing about how this like big story about like how there's this beef going on now with, with Disney and, uh, they're like, you know, they're saying like, oh, we're going to fight back against this bill. Um, you know, like they're what, like, you know, they've had some workers that have been walking out or whatever. Um, and uh, I don't know. I think I don't know if they've been like putting out more prop. I think they've been putting out more propaganda lately. That basically saying that, oh, like we're gonna add like we want like fifty percent of our movies to be like uh, gay movies or something like that. Just like whatever, right? And then I'm thinking like too, and I'm like, wow, Disney. Like, you know, it's it's not too long ago. Like, you know, uh, I'll just like right off the bat, you know. I'm, when I think about Disney now and I have the way I've been thinking about Disney for, for the past while is they have a, a massive uh, pedophilia problem, Disney, like legitimate, like massive pedophilia problem. Like the, the, like the, Disneyland is uh, like a, like a headquarters for like child sex trafficking. And I'm not just like pulling this out of my ass. This isn't some kind of conspiracy thing. It's not something that I think about or talk about very often because it's just like, Although, like, you know, it, it was something that, like, I paid more attention to around, like, the, the whole, like, when the Epstein thing was big, and I was, like, looking at more stuff like that. Uh, it's a it's a hard thing. Like, I, there's, there's other people that do a great job of, uh, you know, exposing this stuff on, like, a regular daily basis, but I know it exists. I know it's there, and uh, I try – I don't really follow it that much. And it's it's arguably it's easily probably, like, the most important thing in the world – uh, to to talk about and expose but it's hard it's pretty hard for me and you know that sounds like you know whatever like it's I should be able to, to maybe talk about this a little bit more but it's you know it's a it's it's a really tough thing to just 
you know, talk about these like sick, twisted, insane, like just disgusting human beings, like all the time and, and think about stuff like that. But, uh, you know, absolutely though, like, you know, and I'm thinking like, like I said, kind of at the beginning, when I started talking about this, this whole bill thing, it's just like, who is going to like come out and, and try to protect something like this. Right. And of course it's, and I'm like, why would I ever think for a second? You think these morons would just, these people would just like try to just ignore it or something and like try to like work on something but you know they can't help themselves they have to come out and say all this crazy fucking shit about stuff right don't say gay bill it's not called that um you know just shit like that they have to like they they, they can't help themselves because they're just demonic and, and crazy like they, they just have to do this stuff right so yeah disney comes out and they say yeah so like i was saying disney has a, a massive uh sex trafficking problem and you know, when I was uh, I was I was up uh, kind of late last night, and I was reading uh, about some of the stuff that's been going on uh, with this, uh, you know, with this uh, back and forth thing with uh, Ron DeSantis and uh, Florida and um, Disney, and uh, and there's there's some uh, there's some tug of war going on over there. So um, so Ron Ron DeSantis is now he's threatening to take away self governing power from Disneyland, which is uh, very interesting actually because when you think about it, there is some kind of uh, some kind of issue probably going on. Like when when you hear about all this uh, sex trafficking, all this stuff that's going on, like the mass arrest that, that happens all the time at, at Disneyland for sex trafficking and linked to all these big uh, rings of sex trafficking and stuff like that. You know they. There's uh you know there's there's you know they have their own kind of like uh, whatever kind of system that's going on over there, and you know I don't know it's really hard to tell I I don't really want to get into it too much because it's it's a bit bit of speculation and you, some people would call it conspiracy but what I can give you is just some actual like facts right so these are actually real facts and like so and I'm thinking I'm like um like. There, like, I, I'll, I'm like, there's, there's, I know there's all this stuff that happens at Disney all the time. Like, I've known this for like a while, and like, I'm so I just type in, like, you know, I literally, I went to Google, typed in Disney, uh, type in Disney, um, uh, I don't know, sex trafficking on Google. Okay, so let's do that right now. It's Disney sex trafficking, and then like, what comes up, right? Literally. And I, and I was I was expecting to find some stuff like, you know, from a little while ago, March 17th, 2022, Disney employee and former judge among 101, 108 arrested in human, uh, human trafficking for Florida police say like for, for Disney employees, uh, uh, human trafficking and child sex abuse, child predators, child prostitution. Uh, you know, it's just like right off the bat, there's just. This is this is this was fucking like uh, basically a week ago, like this is already basically like a week ago. I'm like so I I don't know like that's a thing man like I bet you and this is I don't even look into this stuff very often right man if you put it like if I put in like if you go if you check it all the time I'm sure there's these articles that are basically like posted all the time right like this is this was only uh, two weeks ago not even two weeks ago. It's like, I, th I think you guys got a bit of a problem going on there, guys. Like, maybe you shouldn't have, uh, you know, 
maybe you should be focused on that. Maybe trying to, you know, take down a fucking uh, pedophile ring in your in your uh, business before going around talking about how, uh, you know, how uh, children should be taught sexuality in class from kindergarten to grade three. Like, it's it's mind blowing, man. It's mind blowing. There's something going on there. I'm sorry, but like, you know. Here's like a, you know, you just, I just, I type it, uh, sex, uh, Disney sex trafficking, 20, 2021. Here's another article. Several Disney employees arrested an undercover child predator sting. This is August 4th, 2021. Like I, if you type in 2020, there's probably another, like other cases that have been going on. This is a thing that literally happens all the time at, at, with Disney at Disneyland. It's just like, yeah, you know, here's another one, like 17 arrested, at uh, Disney employees, <laughs> like so. Anyways, and then uh, and then the you know the one of the bigger ones that that I actually that I actually like remembered uh, because this was kind of coming out around like the Epstein time and stuff like that. Um, the former Walt Disney vice president was sentenced. And this is a I'll, I'll bring up the article actually. This is a what is this? ITM, so this is a, uh, inside the magic.net. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, inside the magic. I guess I don't know what is that like some kind of uh, entertain. It's some kind of entertainment uh, website, like entertainment news website. I guess yeah, this is real magical, guys. Anyways, uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. Former Walt Disney vice president sentenced to six years in prison. Former uh, former vice president of Walt Disney Pictures and Television, Michael Laney, 73, has been sentenced to more than six years. By the way, six years, really. Um, following a child uh, uh, sex abuse investigation, uh, he's been found guilty for four counts of first-degree sexual abuse. In addition to his prison sentence, the for has to register as a sex offender. He's a fucking sick fuck. It's absolute sick fuck. But, uh, yeah, so, so anyways, yeah, so, uh, yeah, okay, Disney, right, yeah, yeah, fuck off, Disney, right, so, it's, it's not even just that, too, it's just, like, you know, there's, there's gotta be, probably, you know, if you're being skeptical about things, there's probably gotta be some kind of reason why they gotta step out and talk about all this stuff, right, they gotta normalize it, whatever, something's going on over there, most likely, um, I mean, just you just have to look at what's what's been going on but uh i'm gonna i'm gonna leave that for now uh you guys can you know if you want to look into that yourselves go right ahead but uh you know something to think about right because i'm sure you've been hearing about all this uh all this stuff about the don't say gay bill maybe they sh it maybe should actually uh that the title should be uh uh, don't say the actual name of the bill because, <laughs> you know what I mean. It would probably change uh, the it would probably at face value change the minds of a lot of people. Uh, so, anyways, that's that. Uh, so yeah, one more thing uh, I want to just uh, touch on very quickly. That's uh, pretty interesting. I'm not going to read any articles about it, uh, but perhaps you've heard the news that uh, so Vladimir Putin is uh, he's. Uh, he's he's made a decision uh, against uh, what he calls unfriendly countries, uh, which is you know a lot of uh, Western Europe. Um, that 
I think so. He's he, it's, it was coming into like effect uh, today, April first, um, and then has to, and then uh, so so basically, uh, everybody has to if they're purchasing uh, energy from like natural gas and stuff from from Russia, they have to uh, pay in, in rubles. So therefore, so you know if they got to use the 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 euro, they got to purchase rubles to buy their energy. And those countries rely, I think, somewhere around forty percent of their energy relies on it being uh, trans uh, coming from Russia, transported from Russia. So, uh, you know, that is uh, extremely uh, interesting. This is actually probably like a big when it comes to these this whole like sanction kind of. This is like the sanction stuff is obviously more of like a Cold War scenario kind of thing. That's not you know this is part of more of the Cold War part of it. Um, but, uh, kind of like a trade war, I guess, but, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be really interesting. And he said, I think somewhere at around the beginning of May. So basically they have a month to start, um, purchasing the energy, uh, which they rely on basically half of the, half of these countries rely on, um, for their energy. Um, they have to start purchasing it in rubles or else they're literally going to just shut off. Like they're going to cut out their, their energy. They're just going to not sell it to them anymore. And, uh, you know, that's going to cause like major, major issues in Europe. So that's kind of interesting. And, uh, you know, that, that there's a lot of talk. There's, there's like, you know, there's a lot of people are kind of, uh, understanding this idea now of like the United States petrodollar, Right. So so what's kind of happening? Like what what sort of happened? This is like, a you know, we're, I think we're talking like 1973, I believe, where it's a Henry. It's kind of like a Henry Kissinger kind of legacy where he um, they they decided like they made this deal that um, all of the world's oil has to be purchased in U.S. dollars. Right. That's why they call it the petrodollar. So like Saudi Arabia, if you're buying oil, like it has to be uh, it has to be purchased in, in U.S. dollars. And, uh, you know, and a lot of people think that they're part of the reason why, you know, like we had the, the, these, uh, overthrow of government and like these, uh, military attempts and stuff like that, for example, in Iraq. And the reason why they hated Saddam Hussein so much was because he didn't want to do that. He wanted to sell Iraqi oil with, with their own currency and maybe even keep it, you know, a little bit more nationalistic or whatever, if you want to call it that. Um, so a lot of people think that's part of the big reason why they, uh, went into Iraq, um, you know, and why, why they ultimately wanted to overthrow Hudayb Hussein. And then the same thing with, uh, Gaddafi in Libya in 2011. Um, it was kind of the same thing. They, uh, overthrew Gaddafi because he was, Libya was a very, uh, prosperous, I think probably the richest country in Africa at the time and very prosperous and they were, I, I think Gaddafi was heading into a direction of not wanting to use central banking and, uh, you know, not uh, use this system of having to trade oil with U.S. dollars. Also, and I, I mentioned this, I believe, a couple weeks ago on one of the shows that uh, Ch even China, China now is, or sorry, Saudi Arabia is actually, it looks like they, they're talking or thinking about uh, moving moving their uh, purchasing over to the yen the, the chinese yen uh which would be which is kind of hilarious actually because they're almost just being like you know they're almost just betraying uh 
the the U.S. while while the U.S. continues to do a lot of their dirty work in uh, what's it called in Yemen for them because you know the United States has been supporting the uh, Saudi Arabia's war in Yemen uh, since uh, I don't know what like I think 2014 or whatever. So I don't know the exact year. But uh, it might be a little bit later than that, actually. 2014 was, I think, Syria. But uh, regardless, you know, the United States has been, uh, you know, funding them with uh, weapons and money and, and, and all this stuff. The whole point of that was, you know, the whole point of the United States um, doing that for Saudi Arabia and, and uh, you know, arming this uh, uh, military to commit mass genocide against the Yemens. The Yemeni people is uh, because they wanted to uh, like end quote placate the the Saudis um, so to keep them happy because they you know they want to continue this deal of Saudi Arabia selling and selling oil in, in U.S. dollars so so essentially the United States has a bit of a, a piece a huge piece of the monopoly of this uh, oil monopoly so they that was the whole point they never really want want to piss off Saudi Arabia. But I think Saudi Arabia right now is my my honest opinion is probably what Saudi Arabia is doing is they know that United States is getting pretty vulnerable right now. So they're probably I don't know if they're actually going to change it to the end, but I think they're floating it out there to maybe get a better deal out of the United States. I don't really see them actually betraying the United States in this situation, but you never know. You never know what's going to happen. I think they're just using it as kind of leverage to kind of maybe work out a better deal. But uh, anyways, we'll see what happens with that. Only time can tell. But uh, yeah, so 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 it's kind of funny, actually. It's like uh, Putin's taking a little bit of uh, his own, like, you know, taking it out of the U.S. kind of textbook kind of thing and going, you know, using their kind of strategy and saying, well, you know, you guys are dependent on our oil or, you know, on our energy sources and stuff like that. And uh, so... It's like it's about time. It's like, you know what? Now you got to help us. So you got to help us fund this war and uh, enough's enough and there's no more monkeying around or whatever. And it's also kind of funny too how like, uh, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're you know, they have no no problem boycotting, uh, you know, these uh, boycotting Russia for, for all these like, you know, all these stupid things and McDonald's and, uh, you know, whatever, uh, Nike and Shit like that stuff that doesn't really matter at all. That really doesn't affect people. If anything, it probably just makes the world a bit of a better place. But, uh, but yeah, it's just like, but they'll still like gladly take like all this energy from them, right? Uh, because they know, like they, they, they depend on it. They don't have the resources. These countries in Europe, they don't have the resources for it. So they, you know, it's like, all right. Now, now we're gonna see. Now, now this is a real big game of tug of war that's going on now. And it's 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 quite interesting. It's it's quite interesting. And uh, this is something that you know. This is, I think, probably so far the most interesting part of what this whole conflict, you know, has been going on. This is a, this is a big move. This is a, this is a big move, and it's basically at the point of: Are we gonna see? Uh, is this? Are are they gonna push it to the point where it's like, no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, you know, uh, buy energy from uh, Russia anymore. We're just gonna go into a full blown war with them. Right, it does. That's basically the two options. They have to. They need that energy. So it's either they go and they try and take the energy uh, sources, or they 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 get they get back in check a little bit and they uh, you know try to figure out figure out something else because this is a there's only really two options you have right now. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. 
you know, also too, it's hard to it's hard to say because it's looking like uh, you know a lot of these countries, these uh, you know UN countries and NATO countries, whatever. It looks like they're actually trying to uh, you know actively destroy uh, their energy sectors and their economies and stuff. Anyways, so maybe this is this works out kind of kind of good for them, right? It's like yeah, like we're 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 trying to destroy you know all of our energy sources and and, and stuff like that. Anyways, we're trying to build back better and go to uh, green only, whatever whatever it is, right? So there's that option too, I guess, and 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 which like you know we'll all suffer either way. We pretty much all suffer unless they just literally smarten up and they're just like okay. Yeah, like we're 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 not back in Ukraine anymore. Ukraine's gonna like kind of promise like Ukraine literally like they uh they would have had they wouldn't have been able to do anything from the beginning if 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 NATO wasn't involved to begin with. But the whole reason why this is happening is because of NATO, which I've explained before, and I'm sure you guys know by now kind of what the narrative is with that. But uh, so. Uh, that that's there's I, I what I see kind of there is like possibly like three options that could happen. Um, I'm hoping for the option of yeah okay you know they ramp down this this whole crazy uh, idea of you know but you know what it's, I I'm gonna go on I'm gonna go on the I'm gonna go and say that they probably won't start a nuclear war with uh, Russia. That's what I'm, I'm that's that would be the worst thing obviously. Uh, I'm not completely sold that uh you know that like they don't want to destroy like i i i I would say there's a good chance that they probably want to just destroy this these this whole energy sectors of of the country anyways like of 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 the united states of these european countries of canada and all these places um so because it, it fits this kind of great reset narrative kind of thing, it works out pretty good. The prices will just continue continuously skyrocket. People will be whatever forced to just not drive or whatever, or go under whatever kind of system that they have in plan. So, it'd be very interesting. It'd definitely be uh, ch- uh, looking at that and uh, seeing where that goes. And uh, yeah, I just thought that was kind of like an interesting update, kind of as far as that. I don't really want to talk about anything else um, with with that whole conflict. I want to get to the uh, Canadian news here. But, uh, yeah, I just thought that would be uh, something, you know, if you haven't really uh, heard about that or, or seen that yet. So, uh, that That's something that we should definitely be uh, looking at. So that's about it for now uh, with that. But uh, anyways... So yeah, let's. I want to get into some uh, Canadian news here. So, let's sip water. so yeah, let's get into uh, let's get into some Canadian news here. Um, I think where we'll start with is uh, so so yeah. I I, I on the last uh, show, apologize. It was a little bit uh wasn't really organized and stuff like that you know having some fun or whatever so i apologize if it wasn't the best episode or whatever wasn't the most professional one but uh hey whatever you know i was actually i was contemplating on even uploading it but uh i don't know hopefully you guys thought it was fine or whatever there was some interesting stuff uh that i talked about 
and whatever, but whatever. It, it's I'm gonna so I, I'm gonna basically just uh, so I was talking a lot about this uh, Jeremy McKenzie uh, guy. He's a podcaster uh, or whatever, and uh, so just to give an update on that, he uh, I, he is he is out of jail. I think he has uh, conditions and stuff like that, and uh, he. There is, uh, there is a, I, I know he just recently put out a podcast, um, uh, or like a live stream or whatever. And I guess like he obviously uh, talks about it. I haven't had a chance to, to watch it yet. So I'll probably check that out, get more details. And you know, it's, uh, I check that out if you, if you're interested or whatever, um, uh, his, he's on YouTube, I think, and, and uh, stuff like that. But so, yeah, you know, he's out or whatever, but, uh, this whole, this whole purge and this whole thing, uh, is continuing though. Um, some pretty, uh, some pretty major news that came out this week, uh, kind of at the beginning of the week there, if I could find, I'm just going to find the article, um, with, uh, if you guys are familiar with the MPP, uh, Randy Hillier, who is, uh, independent, uh, Independent MPP, I think it's the Kingston uh, and Front Frontenac uh, area. Uh, he's uh, yeah, yeah, he's an independent guy, but he's been kind of rolling with the PPC crowd. He's always kind of he's kind of like uh, Maxi Bernier's kind of right hand man kind of thing. Nice guy. I've actually have met him once, uh, just briefly for a few minutes. Nice guy. Uh, you know, gets very involved, very passionate guy. Older gentleman, uh, you know, I don't know exactly how old he is, but I would say late 50s, maybe even in his 60s. Uh, passionate guy, all around really nice. Um, and he's one of, like, one of the better, definitely, like, probably one of the only good politicians out there. I mean, like, we w if we had a whole bunch of these guys and, 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 uh, and all, these, uh, all these writings, at least, like, you know, across, like, Canada... These are the kind of guys that I'm talking about, the, the kind of guys that you want that like will really kind of help out these communities, right? These small communities and stuff like that. These per, these regions of, of the country and, and whatever, right? And I think he was uh he's he was kicked off of uh he was kicked off of Twitter actually. I think that like two weeks ago he got banned from Twitter. Something about um uh, promoting I think it had something to do with promoting the freedom the so called freedom uh, uh convoy. And uh, anti-vaccine conspiracies or whatever. Oh, hold on here. I apologize. It's video playing. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, I got the article here. Let's uh, let's go through it a little bit and just kind of explain kind of explain what happens. Uh, so this is the Ottawa Citizen article written March twenty-eight, two thousand and twenty-two. Randy Hillier turns himself over to the police, charged for freedom convoy activities. So I'm surprised they didn't put so-called freedom convoy in the title. But uh, you know, maybe they're maybe they're trying to be a little more professional. Um, at the Ottawa Citizen over there. Anyways, uh, Lanark Frontenac Kingston MPP Randy Hillier uh, walked into Ottawa Police Headquarters Monday morning to face nine charges stemming from his actions during the the week's long freedom convoy. Again, no so-called freedom convoy. I'm surprised. Must be a very mature uh, author's Taylor Bletwell. Blewett, Taylor Blewett, pretty uh, pretty mature guy. That's the guy who wrote the article. Anyways, occupation of downtown Ottawa. Uh, 
Uh, it says here, uh, between puffs on a cigarette, Hill- uh, Hillier uh, spoke to reporters, painted himself as a freedom fighter, being uh, prosecuted for dissenting views. I kind of like that. I, I, it's funny. I'm pretty sure I've, I saw him. Uh, see, I've seen him like smoking before, and I just I thought that was kind of funny because, uh, you know, it's just like you don't you don't see that at all. Like any kind of like. You know, you don't see any kind of politician like smoking or something like that or whatever. So that's kind of cool. A little bit of an old school throwback there, you know, uh, the 64 year old. So, yeah, he's 64 years old. Just he, he, he kind of reminds me of like, a, you know, like that kind of bit of like a almost like a bit of like, you know, like that kind of uh, boomer kind of uh, conservative kind of old school conservative kind of guy. But it's a little bit more a little bit more based than like a typical like regular just average boomer guy. But uh Anyways, uh, so the 64-year-old is, is facing two counts of mischief, two, uh, two of counts like to commit mischief, okay? It's so weird like how you can, <sighs> whatever, he c- commits it and counsels it. Uh, one of counseling someone to commit an uh, indictable offense, of course they give no example or any kind of reference to it. Uh, three counts of resisting or obstructing a, a public or police or a public or peace officer. They don't even have the details of that, I guess. And uh, one of assaulting a public or peace officer. Uh, Hillier, uh, he didn't know what led to the assault charge. See, like that's kind of funny. That's kind of funny there too. It's just like they provide no, actually no source of evidence or anything like that. They have no, nothing to reference at all. And then the next thing they put is Hillier said he he didn't know what led to the assault charge. It's, it, which is like, do you know what I'm saying? It's uh, it's, it's kind of the, the 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 statement I would expect him to say because clearly they don't even have anything at all. They're just like, you know, like assaulted a, a, a public or peace officer. It's like they can't even whatever, right? Uh, I only ever, and then he says, I only ever greeted people with love and affection and embrace and handshakes. So unless handshakes or warm embraces are now considered assault, I have no idea. There you go, right? Like, it's just, um, Hillary was a high profile supporter of the Ottawa protest against pandemic uh, health measures, which paralyzed, paralyzed streets in the city core for weeks, left local residents feeling uh, besaged by besaged by by noise and diesel fumes and the behavior of protesters and was I'm not, okay. I'm not even gonna read any more of this. This is obviously just gonna ter- continue into a bunch of more nonsense. Nothing else, uh, you know. Nothing else here that's really gonna, you know. It's just a typical whatever. All this stuff they just they they just make up all this stuff with obviously no like any proof or evidence at all whatsoever but uh yeah you know this is kind of uh this is you know we have uh we've had the arrest of uh these uh these uh organizers of the so-called freedom rally um you know all this stuff uh like i said to jeremy mckenzie last week uh you know tamara lynch the pat king stuff like that right and uh you know, now they're arresting uh, uh, political representatives of their of the opposition, right? Not not surprising at all. I mean, they I think they they did they arrested uh, Maxine Bernier back in the summer for crossing uh, provincial lines without a vaccine. I think Hillier was with them. I probably I'm not sure. Uh, 
So it's just like, yeah, you know, they're just uh, arresting political opponents on, on basically no grounds whatsoever. There's no, like, he didn't assault anybody. This guy didn't assault anybody. He's a 64-year-old man. Like I said, I've talked to him. Nice guy. And they obviously have nothing against him. They have no evidence. And it's not about that. There's really, at this point, it's like, I'm not going to sit here and try to, like, convince anybody that, you know, he didn't definitely didn't do anything because I'm going to just go on a limb and say that he didn't do anything. Um, because if he actually did, there would be video evidence. It would be blowing up like crazy. You know, this is just like they have to report on it. And it's like they have to kind of you, you see you see the, the media. This is when they struggle sometimes. It's just like they want to talk about the story. They want the headlines, but they don't want people to read the articles and think for themselves a little bit and think like, OK, well, can I like can I have an example of like what happened? You know, like can I, anything. Right. So it's like they want you to kind of hear about it, but they don't want you to you know, think for yourself or anything like that. But, uh, so, um, so there's that, right. And, and it's just like, it's kind of, I'm, you're kind of thinking about it too. And it's just like, you know, they'll, they'll come after pretty much anybody. They're, they're basically like, they're going to treat this as a, a January 6th insurrection kind of thing. Like they are in the States, just like quietly arrest people, throw them in jail, lock them up. Nobody hears about them. Nobody cares about them, whatever. They're just not going to go through, they're probably, they're, they're not going to go through like, as much of the media hysteria and stuff like that, because literally nothing violent at all happened. Right. Like there's, there was no kind of like storming of, you know, there, nobody went in, nobody went into parliament and like took a selfie or anything like that. It was all outside. People I think had that probably in mind too. Um, when, when these uh, trucker convoy things is happening, like be extra careful. Don't, you know, don't take a, a selfie too close to, to the parliament doors or something like that. You know, it's a major threat, extremist, any kind of extremist behavior like that. Um, so, you know, so they don't actually, obviously, like, they can't uh, classify it in the media as something, like, too much, like, a January 6th thing. You'll have, like, the, the more loose balls like leftist loose balls out there on the canadian news kind of like that they'll they'll have no problem saying that this is exactly like january 6th insurrection whatever and they they throw out stuff sometimes like they they say like jeremy mckenzie is uh you know some some uh extremist uh you know organization that he's trying to overthrow the government blah 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 and this and that and uh, he's actually just trolling. He could go through all that stuff. If you, if you check him out, you'll learn about it. I want to talk about it too much, but uh, shit like that. Like they just, you know, they obviously, we know by now that they just paint these pictures in any way they want kind of thing, but they want to keep it a little bit on the DL too, because people might ask questions if they find out too much information. So it's, they're kind of in like this weird kind of uh, purgatory kind of uh, area where it's just like, you know, these things will happen. They don't want people to really they hear about it. No, this guy's like an extremist, blah, 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 this and that. We locked him up, end of discussion, move on. Here's a story about how, uh, you know, what's his name? Uh, Chris Rock slapped Will Smith or whatever the hell happened at the the Oscars. It's funny. I was uh, just to go a little bit off topic for a second here, but holy shit, man. Have you like I've never this like bombarded with such a nonsense story in my entire life. Like just as soon as it happened, I just got 40 notifications about this thing. Everybody's talking about it. I hear people even like in public talking about it, which by the way, everybody's still in Toronto. Uh, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do a little update once in a while, but everybody in Toronto is uh, still mass 
masked up. I see people double masking, shit like that. We'll get into that a little bit later, actually. But uh, uh, yeah, what a stupid story, though. I don't like. You know, it's funny, and it's funny. Like I've been hearing people. Like I heard some guys and stuff, and some people talking on the train about it, and they're like, uh, they're like, so they're like, do you think it was staged? Like, do you think it was fake? I'm like, kind of just like laughing a bit. It's just like, what like these are people that like wouldn't believe anything in the world that is like something that that they would like anything would be staged kind of thing. But it's just like, you know, maybe they'll believe that kind of. You know, it's like, I it's like it's like people are like slowly starting to like question things. I, like maybe that's it, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Like it's obviously a good thing, but it's just like, oh fuck, man. It's just like you have. Like all this like COVID tyranny that's been going on for the past like two and a half years, and uh, and it's gonna continue on probably for another eight years at least. Like, and it's just like oh, you know, like this is where you start to get like skeptical on things, and it's just like I it doesn't matter if it was staged, okay? Who cares? It's a stupid fucking story. I'm not even gonna waste any more energy on it. Um, probably was some kind of staging thing or whatever. They're, they're actors. Nobody watches the Oscars. Everybody's talking about the Oscars. Nobody, there would have been zero stories about the Oscars if this didn't happen. They're elite actors that are you know, starting to become irrelevant. Nobody cares about them anymore. Nobody cares about the Oscars. Nobody wants to be preached to by a bunch of sick, elite creeps anymore, right? So uh, who cares? I'll leave it at that. But uh, what was I talking about here? God damn. Yeah, Randy, Randy Hillier and uh, and all this stuff. I really wish I shouldn't have uh, went off topic there, but uh, no, it's just uh, yeah, they're 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 treating this like uh, you know they're gonna be treating this like a like a January sixth thing, but they just like I said, they, you probably won't hear so much of uh, the the hysteria, media hysteria about it and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, and it's like I said, they'll, they. This is going to happen. If they arrest Bernier, Hillier, and, you know, anybody, anybody's going to get arrested at this point, pretty much. Um, and uh, it also leads me to believe that, like, uh, this, this, uh, this, this COVID thing is not over. It's just, it's probably just getting started. In, in my honest, my honest opinion, not to, like, you know, try to bring anybody down or anything like that, but I'm not really here to, like, you know, try to make people feel better and stuff like that. I wish I could. I wish I could I'd give you what I think is would be better news, but uh what am I, what are you gonna do, right? I just I just don't believe it. And uh it's it's just only gonna get worse. They're putting in all these uh, all this stuff is passing, right? They're 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 making all these uh emergency powers permanent and stuff like that. Or at least like they can lift them and they can uh lift them and lower them kind of whenever they want, but they're they're making it more and more hard for anybody to challenge these emergency powers when they use them and stuff like that so it's obviously going to come back they're going to be more prepared more um and they know also two people are going to be more pissed off when they start bringing back all this stuff well, all these uh, covid measures and stuff like that so they're going to have to be more more prepared there, there's going to be a lot more censorship there's going to be uh, less availability to share information and stuff like that and, and at the end of the day though too it's just like I don't know, like, how much information can you possibly share at this point anyways? Like, we know it's fucking bullshit. It's like, yeah, we're going to spend three and a half years just, like, shuffling around information about, oh, like, Fauci said this and blah, 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 and this and that. After a while, too, it's just like, okay, like, we know. 
Like, we know, so what the fuck are we going to do about it kind of thing, right? And I'm not saying at all that there's no importance of, uh, you know, the free flow of uh, information. Obviously, I'm, I'm all for that, and I would do anything I can to try to protect that. But, uh, you know, it's just like we got to prepare for this shit. Um, you know, we have a little bit of a break here. They're giving us a little break, you know, a little bit of an intermission. So we got to start, I don't know, thinking about that. Um. You know, but the COVID shit's not going anywhere. It's just going to be, it's going to be a lot uh, harder the next time and they're going to be more prepared. This, the, the convoy thing will not happen next time. If, even if the so-called freedom convoy, um, it, it will not happen next time. I can guarantee you that if, if, even if people are uh, going to be willing to try and do that, re replicate that again. No way that's going to go through. I'm, I'm sorry, but it's just, and that's the thing. That's kind of, I said this at the very beginning of the thing too. Like you got to kind of realize, and I'm, I wasn't saying it was a bad thing or anything, but you got to realize there's going to be real re repercussions of this. And, and forget about the charter of rights and the law and all that shit. Doesn't fucking matter. I've said this many times. Does not matter. Okay. Um, they're going to come back harder, very hard after. Like, unless you were planning on literally staying there for, like the next year, like, you know what I mean? And, and there's still some people like kind of like rallying and, and stuff like that. And those are the people that realize like that what I've said kind of from the beginning is like, it needs to be literally put in paper and it needs to be like, you know, in check. Like basically like I, I, I the government, like if, if they use these powers again, that they, that is a criminal offense and they will like literally go to jail. Like, do you know what I mean? Like something as extreme as that or else it's just really like, it's not going to really do much like unfortunately right i i like i said it what i what i probably think i it's funny i was uh what i think's probably gonna happen and i'll, I'll just speak for ontario right now okay because we know there's this thing that's going to be happening in june with the you know provincial election and stuff and shit like that and it's not going to be like it's not going to be popular at all for for doug ford to um to to around election time if he's uh you know, if there's these lockdown things that are happening and stuff like that, it's just, it's not going to be good for him. I don't, like I, I've said even before, I don't know if he wants to be reelected. He's made his money, you know, who the fuck cares if he's him? Why the why would he even care at this point to be reelected? He could just, you know, literally fuck off and go live like in luxury for the rest of his life if he wanted to. But whatever, we don't really know exactly everything that goes on behind closed doors. So it's funny, I was texting with a friend and I made a joke kind of, and I'm thinking, like, uh, you know, one of the first things they did, too, even before, like, the mask mandates were lifted, they, they, they like, started removing the stickers right away, right? It's so like, whatever, I, I don't know, I made a joke kind of that, like, you know, everything's going to be kind of uh, try to be, like, pretty smooth until the election. He gets reelected, and then he gets another, like, what, $30 million contract to, to re-put all the stickers, re-implement all this social distancing bullshit again. You know, that's like, it, it is, I, I was joking about that, but like, I don't know, like, it's not, uh, it's not like the, it's not too far off to say something like that. Could be true, right? We'll see, right? A lot of the times, even the shit that I'm joking about ends up becoming like an actual reality. So who the hell knows? But uh, possibility, obviously. So yeah, I, and I just, I have no, absolutely no reason to believe that this wouldn't come back like and then like you know they have all this stuff too they keep talking about all this variance and you know the rise of this and the rise of that i'll i'll go through an article here 
uh, for you guys. This is from four days ago. It's a global news article. Uh, rise of the BA.2 variant is worrisome. Quebec urges uh, caution as it warns people of possible sixth COVID wave. There, I wonder if there's ever going to be like a, a certain number that, that they hit with these waves where they're just going to be like, we can't call it this number of waves anymore because it's just going to be ridiculous. Like, what if you get to like, say by this time next year, you get it and it's like that you're like at the you know, the 18th wave, like, are you going to like at, at some point, it's like, where does it eventually lose credibility? Right. Of, of course they'll have a million other things they'll call it or whatever, but like, that's what I'm kind of wondering too. It's just like, I don't know, but can you even call it COVID-19 anymore? Right. It's just whatever. Uh, Quebec is urging people to be prudent amid a rising uh, COVID-19 cases. As the province says, it is possibly gearing up for a sixth wave of the pandemic driven by the even more transmissible BA.2 Omicron subvariant. Serious stuff. Uh, I've talked about this uh, subvariant before. Uh, back, I think, a couple weeks ago when it was uh, just a little bit of uh, baby news, but it seems to be spreading. The, 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 the talking points of this uh, variant seem to be spreading like a, like a wildfire, like a virus. <laughs> but... Uh, Anyways, uh, and like this is from four days ago, and I've seen multiple articles about like uh, yeah, Ontario reports right here. Like this is also from four days ago. Ontario reports highest COVID nineteen positivity rates since uh, January, nearly eighteen percent. So they're just like you know gaslighting like all these people back into this kind of thing. I just you, I would still believe like you gotta think for a second though that people are very fatigued about any kind of COVID shit. I don't even want to talk about COVID. I've been over it for a long time. So I'm not gonna really talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I was even planning on bringing it up but just with this whole thing with the Randy Hillier on all this bullshit it's just uh, you know that's that's kind of the where where I can kind of see things heading in that direction, sort of thing. Um, anyways, I I I'm, I'm gonna step away, uh, step away a bit from the COVID stuff again. But uh, Hillier, just to give you guys an update, uh, he is um, he is um, he is out of he is out of uh jail or whatever prison jail. Like it's just weird to even like say that he was in jail. Just like it's, I don't know. Just he's out of jail. I don't know, like holding cell, whatever. It's just you look at the guy and you hard you don't even think like jail or like you know you listen to him and you're like how the fuck was this guy in jail? But you know this is the world we live in now. So uh, they released a statement. I re uh, not retweeted. What is it? Re reposted. Reposted on on Gab uh, because I wanted to actually just share a little bit of this. Uh, the statement that that they released uh, for him, uh, he so it's basically this is the statement here. Uh, uh, it says a Perth on Monday, so the Perth in Ottawa. Uh, on Monday, MPP uh, Randy Hillier was in custody for ten hours, so he was only in, yeah in custody for ten hours. Yeah, uh, responding to the charges and waiting to see if he would remain incarcerated he has reviewed the charges and the evidence and remains confident that it will be found not guilty on any charges these charges so then quote these charges have uh no merit but represent our disturbing new reality where uh political opposition to the regime will be punished to a full with full power of the state i have been released on bail 
and must abide by uh, significant conditions imposed by the court. These conditions, uh, I oh, this thing's kind of screwing up here. Uh, preclude me from uh, freely expressing myself on social media. So yeah, see, like I was saying, like he's been banned from Twitter. Uh, social media preventing from commenting on public policy that is utmost important to the public interest so he said um, a substantial population of Canadians are awakening to this brave new world they are greatly concerned about the continuous erosion of the liberty that Canada used to represent MPP Randy Hilly uh, is being publicly targeted for holding what our Prime Minister claims are unacceptable views, what represent a small fringe minority. By uh, targeting an elected representative, the establishment is attempting to intimidate, discourage, and all further dissent against their abuse of power. So, yeah, they're not fucking around. Like, uh, that's what I'm saying. The opposition's not fucking around. Like, we, we're just going to continuously, constantly lose. It's funny, too. Like, uh, Randy Hilly, he even said... Like, I'm pretty sure he said, like, three, like, a couple weeks ago that he was not planning on running in, in the next election or anything like that. Like, he's done. Like, he's he's done with uh, running for any kind of office. And they're still going after him. That's how crazy these people are. Like, it's absolutely insane. So, like, you, you like, I'm sorry, but, like, they're, they're going completely out of control. They're not going to be stopped. And it's, it's better that you hear it now and it's better that you just assume. I would, okay assume that i'll tell you what just assume that you're going to be thrown thrown into jail at some point for for the political opinions that you have okay and if it doesn't happen well then that's great but it's better to just assume at this point right <sighs> like and then you're not set up for disappointment. At least, at least you're not at, at that point. You're not you're not uh, caught with your dick in your hand, going like, "Whoa, what, what do you mean? What? Do you, why? Why am I go, going to jail? Uh, it's because of something you said eight years ago on social media. We, you know, that's why. Like, that's this, this. That's what these bills are. Are these bills that are going to be eventually passing? That's what. That's what's going to happen. Assume it. Just assume it. And what are you going to do about it? It's better you think about it now because when the time comes, nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to help you and whatever. So there's that. Um, and, you know, I, and I'm not like saying like you guys are on your own and shit like that. I'm, you know, I don't know. I'm just trying to help everybody kind of see what state our country's in. And I, I honestly, I don't give a shit about anybody on the opposition at all, at all anymore. I don't care. I'm sick and tired of like, oh, but they do this and they do that and blah, blah, blah. I don't care. I don't even want to talk to them. I don't want to talk to any leftist, any kind of liberal, whatever the hell they are. I don't want to talk to them. I, I don't care anymore. I, I, I'm not going to distract myself and waste my time. Like if you remove yourself from uh, social media and stop arguing with these people, like it's much more important. Like they're just wasting your time. They're distracting you, and they're winning. So it doesn't matter, okay? If 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 there was some guy like some like leftist or something who like genuinely like wanted to debate me or something like that, or you know, actually discuss ideas or whatever, or you know actually have a normal debate, fine. I would do that no problem. I have no problem with that. Um, but other than that, like literally, I don't care. I don't care what the left is doing anymore. We have to just defend ourselves now. Like we, that, that's all we could possibly do. Don't waste your time with these people. You're not going to change their mind. 
Even like I, even the people that are like moderately left, they don't know what the hell is going on anyways. They don't care. They want to be left alone. Like and they're if and if they hear things like, oh, they don't say gay bill, they'll say yeah, that that's you know I'm gonna they are gonna they they shouldn't have that. They shouldn't have the don't say gay bill. And that's it. They move on with their day. They don't give a shit. So the only people that really really care are the people that are like like far onto our side, like libertarians, and like these extreme uh alt leftists and uh you know so they they have no interest in they're winning we're losing and uh the people in the middle just don't give a fuck and you know eventually it will catch up to them but that's not that's not really my problem we're looking at a crystal ball here like we can predict what's going to happen so we should use that to an advantage right so you know and uh, we're gonna have I'm gonna have some libertarians on here and stuff too, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it, and we're gonna we gotta figure something out, like you know. But that's an emergency on our side. I'm just saying this is an emergency for us because you know doesn't matter doesn't matter about the Charter of Rights, doesn't matter about uh, any kind of law or anything like that. Um, doesn't matter if you did anything or not. Doesn't matter if you uh, assaulted anybody or whatever. Doesn't matter if uh, what you said online was taken out of context. You're going to be punished regardless. If you say one thing and they take it out of context and they tell everybody else this is what why you're going to jail for it, even if it's one little snippet of a podcast that I'm saying completely out of context, that's good enough. People will read the title of that or whatever, and that's good enough. And, uh, you know, yeah, go right ahead. I don't care. But block them up. Doesn't matter. Right? So that's what we're dealing with here. They're just gonna lie. And that that's that's what they're gonna do. <laughs> that's what they're gonna do now, right? So um that's what that's what we're dealing with. That's what we're dealing with here. So uh, anyways, which I'm gonna see who else we got here. Uh been going on for a little while now, but uh Not too much, uh, not too much left. I want to talk about. Um, I could go through this. The Globe and Mail article. Uh, Ontario bill aims to speed construction as house house prices keep surging. So, like, like I said, what, like months ago, and I've said multiple times, and like the most clear and obvious thing is just like, uh, yeah, like we have a we have a we we're the country that has a, a housing shortage. Uh, you know, even though we have uh, most uh, land per capita, right? Like, because that makes sense. And like, I, I've I've been giving this example to people a lot lately too. When it, in regards to this uh, housing crisis that we have here in Canada, is uh, that Milton Friedman quote where he says, uh, "If you put the government in charge of the Sahara Desert, there'd be a, 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 a shortage of sand in like five years or something like that, or whatever it is." And it's just like that's that's just so true. It's just like when you put the government in charge of mass amounts of land with mass amounts of opportunity with such a small population of people, and it's like people are struggling to just get have a home. And we have like so much construction companies, so much construction jobs. It's really just whatever the government. It's I don't even think it's because they're not capable of just like doing some of this stuff it's just they they're actually they don't want to they they want everybody to suffer so you become more dependent on them so i don't i'm not even gonna read the article i just i'm uh, gonna read the title just because i wanted to bring up that talking point real quick the article's probably retarded anyways and i don't want to read it <laughs> but if you want to read it yourself uh 
It's Ontario bill aims to speed construction as house prices keep surging. Uh, updated March 31st, 2022. So updated yesterday. Um, anyways. So, uh, yeah, actually, there's one more thing actually I want to talk about here. Uh, April 1st. So uh, this is a global news article that I read yesterday, I think, two days ago. Anyways, uh, the federal carbon tax is set to rise April 1st. How will this affect gas prices? Uh, gas prices in some provinces are set to rise Friday. As the federal carbon tax increases, the federal carbon tax will increase 25% on April 1st. Because, of course, we don't have, there's no problems with uh, gas or anything like that going on. Uh, up a total of $50 per ton of emissions at the pump. The feds estimate that the, this works out to an extra 2.2 cents per liter of gas, uh, hitting a total of 11 cents per liter. Okay. Uh, the increased cost will hit uh, motorists on, in Ontario, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba provinces with their own carbon pricing schemes in place. So, yeah, so I, I'm sure you guys uh, kind of knew about that one. Uh, so that, that came into effect in, into effect today. There was actually, there was, uh, speaking of uh, Globe and Mail, there was an article. I'm going to go back a little bit. I apologize here. There was uh, a Globe and, Globe and Mail uh, article that I wanted to read uh, quickly. And this kind of actually relates pretty well to um, this last article. Um, so we're going to go back. It's a couple days back here. So uh, March 27, 2022. Here's the here's the title of the article. Um, uh, when all costs are fully disclosed, charging stations will likely be the least of concerns to prospective uh, EV buyers. Go electric as gas prices soar, question mark, uh, plus other letters to the editor. So what they're saying basically in this title here is, uh, I guess because there was... Uh, and, and there was it kind of flowing in, in the news there was that uh, there was uh, a lot of big lineups. And I saw this actually at, more in the States. I don't know what was happening in Canada, but I seen videos and clips and stuff like that of uh, people being stuck at electric charging stations for a long time because like, I don't know, maybe because there's a rise in people buying electric cars. So, you know, there's shortages and, and shit like that, right? Which obviously it's just... A, just the beginning of all that disaster if we decide that we're actually going to go through with uh, abolishing our uh, you know current uh, energy sector that we have now but uh, anyways so i want to read a little bit of this uh here um power play a pay now also pay later hydro plan uh, maybe it's unpopular view, but subsidizing electricity rates is not a uh, sustainable solution. So already, like whatever, whoever the hell this jerk off is, he's saying that like, oh no, we shouldn't. Uh, no, 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 we shouldn't subsidize. So not only should everybody uh, buy electric and and you know all the oil, uh, all the oil energy and stuff like that should 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 be continue to rise in order to accommodate to persuade people into buying more electrical stuff and they do this by you know giving these little rebates or whatever the government says they're going to give you a little bit of a rebate if you use uh, uh, electrical energy and stuff like that but this guy's saying that no we shouldn't even be subsidizing electrical uh, electricity rates no 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 like you should be doing this regardless and then when you do get these uh these electric whatever these electric cars or whatever uh 
you should also be uh, thinking about cutting down on electricity and, and your use of energy. So go to the more cleaner one and then also cut down. So, yeah, I would say that's a little bit of an unpopular <laughs> opinion there. Uh, and this, guy's, this guy's got some balls, man. I'll tell you that. Luke Bastin of Toronto. M-A-S-T-I-N. We should pay the full cost of power we use, including all external externalities uh, and environmental costs. How else will we learn to use less and protect the environment? The same should apply to oil and gas, plastics, and say and any any number of subsidized hazardous resources. Some poorer people would struggle to pay real prices. The solution would be to help them, preferably by improving overall incomes, and not making making polluting products cheaper for all. Yeah, so this is like the mentality of these absolute psychopaths that literally like I it's just, it, it blows my mind, man. Like how do you think that's a good idea at all? It's just like you're living in literally like a whole you're living on a different planet, dude. Like put down the put down the fucking Amazon Prime. Like these these are people that are watching like I saw it's uh somebody they were watching uh the show Utopia, I think it was like Utopia or some shit like that the other day, where it's like everybody's living in this like futuristic fucking like fantasy land and you know, kind of like the metaverse kind of thing or whatever. I don't know. I don't watch. I don't watch this stuff at all. But it's just people honestly think that like, oh, this is like you know, this is doable in like the next five years. Like we're all just gonna go into like some pod or something and like not use energy and save the planet and all this stuff. Like it's just fucking insane. Like you're a psycho. Like you were out of your mind. You were literally out of your mind. All right, I'm going to go. There's one more thing here. I want to, one more article I want to talk about here, real quick. Editorial uh, Trudeau reverses course, reverses course, drops carbon tax as of April 1st. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is doing a major reversal and dropping the controversial carbon tax as of April 1st. The Sun has learned. This comes out on the same day that the Liberal government was previously expected to increase the carbon tax. A statement from the Prime Minister's office obtained in advance exclusively by The Sun reveals that inflation and the cost of living is what spurred Trudeau's uh, change of heart. I just can't do it, said Trudeau. It becomes clear that an increase in the carbon tax at this point in time would only add to the hardships faced by Canadians who are already struggling to pay the bills. The charge comes into effect immediately. Trudeau also explained that his policy reversal is a teachable moment for all Canadians and opportunity for reflection. A source speaking on the background revealed that Trudeau went out to buy his own groceries on Thursday night for the first time in years and was flabbergasted by the price of goods. He only took a $10 bill because he figured it would be enough for a block of marble cheese. But after the tax... He just didn't have enough on him, the source explained. A bystander reportedly uh, offered to buy the cheese for the prime minister upon seeing his struggles at the cash register. It's unknown if Trudeau accepted the stranger's money. Uh, if remained unclear whether the elimination of the carbon tax is a temporary or permanent measure, but based on the political uh, but based on the publication date of this story, we recommend that you don't let yourself be fooled. So yeah, it's uh, it's an April Fool's uh, little joke there by the Toronto Sun. Um, so 
yeah, I just, I don't know. I just wanted to read that kind of, it's pretty sad that like, you know, it's uh happens to be an April, April fool's joke or whatever, but it's like, it's also kind of like, it's really telling too. like at the same time, it's just like, could you like imagine if that was like a real like article, right? Like, it's just, I don't know. I would, but it's, it's kind of funny. Cause it kind of throws shots at the idea that like Trudeau is just not even like a human being because like any human being would probably like do that or something. Right. But, uh, he's not a human being. He's a complete, disgusting monster or whatever but uh, anyways i thought it was you know it was april fools or whatever a little bit of humor from the toronto sun haha also kind of just like you know it's like one of those things i've said before it's like i don't know if you want to just like laugh or cry basically <laughs> you know what i mean it's just like i don't know i'm not really feeling it this this year around the the april fools uh stuff you know it's like i whatever it's kind of whatever kind of funny toronto sun but it's just like I don't know, man. I can't imagine what the what the April Fool's uh, Toronto uh, Sun article is going to read next year. Can only imagine. We'll be looking at 2020 and 2021 as the good old days where we were locked in to our houses, but we, there was no threat of us being locked up, thrown into jail, um, you know, and we could still afford uh, basic necessities and stuff like that. Maybe uh, not the possibility of in a massive heated war with a superpower like Russia, you know, but I can only imagine, I can only imagine what, you know, what the April Fool's joke will be next year this time around, but, uh, yeah, anyways, guys, uh, you know, that's, uh, kind of what's been going on this week in Canada, uh, you know, and kind of this, all this stuff that I wanted to talk about this week, I think that's going to be it for now, um, but, uh, you know, uh, stay, stay close, uh, Stay tuned for, um, you know, another episode. Uh, going to be probably, hopefully, in the next couple of days. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm going to, I might do something over the weekend or, um, or maybe I'll just, uh, you know, wait a little bit for like kind of maybe like uh, midweek, maybe, th or maybe even like Thursday, Thursday or Friday or something like that. Uh, I would say the latest, the next episode will be, will be by like next Friday. That, that will be, that is my promise to you guys. The latest episode will be one week from now, next Friday, but stay, stay tuned, stay, there might be something in between those, those days. So anyways, <laughs> I can't really talk anymore, but, uh, like I said, uh, best thing to do is just subscribe and you'll get that notification. Um, follow Gab if you want. Um, and, uh, I know there was something that I wanted to bring up and talk about still, but, um, I can't remember now. So maybe I'll remember and I'll, and I'll bring it up on the next, uh, on the next episode. But, uh, anyways, guys, thanks a lot for tuning in. Today is Friday, April 1st, 2022. Uh, it's about 6 30 PM now. So you should be getting this about 7 PM. And, uh, yeah, hope you guys have a great weekend. Uh, you know, try not to let this stuff bring you down too much. Um, you know, just, uh, whatever guys, just, you know, try to enjoy your weekend. Hopefully the weather's going to be getting a bit nicer and stuff like that. So get outside, you know, be around your family and stuff like that. And just, you know, worry about, I'll worry about the news next week. You know, we'll see what happens. But, uh, anyways, guys, thanks a lot for tuning in. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Good night.